Welcome to episode 47 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today, Pav and myself are having a little catch up. Enjoy the show. Oh, good day, sausage. How do you? Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Well, that's good. Means my microphone's working. You're in a new place. I'm in a well, I'm in a, I'm in a place I've been before, but a new place for um what we're calling. For the listeners, perhaps in a basement. <laughs> I'm just um I'm just prepping up a uh, last minute job I've got coming for someone. So he said, "Well, hold on, hold up, wait a minute. Why hold we, up. Why don't we do some little uh, uh, podulous recording uh, whilst I'm in the studio, or as podulous um, recording guy? Yeah, as um as what's his face would call it? What's his name? Uh, was it Phil Collins? Phil Collins? In the Susu studio. Phil, Phil Collins? Genesis. Yeah, Phil Collins. Right I don't one? know what the fuck you're on about, but it's definitely Phil Collins. In the Susu yeah. studio. I'm just doing a little bit, a little bit of um, uh, what, my, what I do for my ink management. Give me one second. I'm just putting a screw in a lid. Uh, I see the, uh, the winter hat's come back out. Yeah, it's cold in here. <laughs> I was tempted to. It's been fucking freezing today. I did have a jumper on um, a minute ago, but I just leant over and I've covered it in white glasses so I ink because I leant on this lid. Ah. Which is really silly. I'm just doing my usual trip. Hold on. I mean, it's fortunate that plasters are washes out really easily. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Just going to fucking cure it and then just forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got a few T-shirts like that. I think when I was, uh, uh, when I was at my day job, it was just before we got the DTF and we basically moved the whole screen print set up to the other side of the unit. And we've got this massive, like, uh, this really long racking with all the ink on. And instead of, like, taking it all off uh, and then just moving the shelf and putting it all back on the shelf, we decided that was too much of an effort. So we just pulled it the whole way across the unit. But where I was pushing it, it had white ink all down the side of it. Um, <laughs> I didn't realise it. And nobody fucking told me. I had white ink all the way down my arm, all the way up my neck, in my beard and everything. I was just walking around for half the day and then my boss came up to me. He was like, have you seen the state of you? And I was like, what do you mean? Well, at least he's like, looked in. Well, yeah, but this was like three hours later. I was just like, and I was getting fucking plasticol everywhere. You work with some balance. Yeah. Just, do you want to see my little? I'm going to deny that. Do you want to see my little cleanup station? Hold on, I've got some. I've got some cleaning to do while we're on this pod. These are my new squidgies. Ugh. You don't like them, do you? No. Yeah, they're my favourite. I fucking love them. Do you? Yeah. I, I honestly, literally from the first pull, I was like, the listener. These I bought, I bought a bunch of the Ergo squeegees and I fucking love them. Properly love them. They just fit my little tiny Lego hands really well. Mm. And I, feel, but, I, I mean, I think it's worth explaining for the listeners. It's kind of like, because they're not your traditional kind of ergo squeegees, are they? No, like, no. The no. traditional ergo ones are the like the more like bubble ones, I yeah, guess. Yeah, these, these are like... The ones um, that are shaped a bit more like a teardrop. Yeah. I love them. They are great for my hands, but I've got quite big hands. Yeah, I've got um, you got Lego hands. You've got the hands of a child. <laughs> That's only weird. You're, you're... <laughs> I was wondering what that was pinned up on the wall. 
Um, <laughs> I had to um, get out one of those um, the fucking double dick holder squeegees the other day for doing those cotton ridge. I printed a lot of cotton ridge hoodies the other day, listener, and um, they're my least favourite thing to do. And sometimes mm-hmm. you need a little bit more purchase. So I had to get one of the double dick holders out. Yeah. I've got this here for you, by the way. Hold on. These are the ones you like, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're the ones. Yeah, they're actually what are they? they're the 15-inch ones. Yeah. Oh, nice. If you look at them, they're actually too. I can't get my hand all the way around it. Yeah. See. Yeah, they're hands? perfect for me. Yeah. So you're yeah. welcome. There's two up here that you can have. Oh right. Well, I've got two of those ones you like, so we'll do a swap. Square ones. Oh, you, you can keep them. Don't you like the square ones? No. I can love a square one, mate. Do you want to see my little cleanups? This is how I do my cleanup. We're really seeing how the sausage. I've I've always wondered where your washout area is. Oh, my washout area is down here. Hold on. Should we do a little studio tour? Yeah, go on. It's a proper shithole because it's raining. I mean, you're gonna have we're gonna have to turn on like the uh, descriptive audio here because uh, the listener obviously can't. Okay. Um. So uh, this this door. (laughs) Here's my. Hold on. This is gonna be really confusing. This is how I get in and out. That's the computer. So, so in other words, it's a door. Yeah, but this is this is the door. This door here. God, I'm like right fucking going now. This door here is what I put up for um for uh when I make a bench outside. So I normally leave it in the porch, but um we've got company coming, so I'm not allowed to put things in the porch. I have to put things. In the uh, one of my one of my catch bins, and they're the legs for the this thing um hold on there's my washout oh, i could just never picture where it was yeah it tucks in next to there and then i have my uh drying cabinet there yeah my drying cabinet motions everything looks all stored underneath and then my screen storage is above all the way along there's a lamp uh there's my little sort of Sorry, the camera's backwards to how I'm expecting it to be. There's my little sort of um, workstation. It is a fucking mess at the minute. So I just completed a big job, which is what I'm planning to do this evening is finish and clean it up. Uh, there's my exposure unit, my upside down exposure unit. Um, hold on. Uh, screen printing press. Color coded and everything on that sad. Most important bit of TV. And then, uh, actually, actually, because I've spoken to you when you've been in the studio before, but kind of like the camera's been static. Obviously, it's like you really don't actually have much more room than I do, mate. It's fucking tiny in it. it you wouldn't believe I've done fucking tens, of, tens and tens of thousands of prints in this place. Look how yeah. close my hold on. Bear in mind, these are the kids' palettes. This is how close my um palette is to the to the um tunnel drawer, right? Yeah, I'm not sure how well you can see that in that corner over there. There's my exposure unit, and this—that's yeah. how, that's how close it is. It's literally <laughs> an inch and a half. Fucking hell! Yeah, yeah. I've but had a, a bit, make it work. Yeah, so, I, I've I've had a bit of a development at home. <laughs> By development, I, I mean hostile takeover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have you taken? Um. The dining room. <laughs> oh fuck! 
<laughs> where, 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 pray tell, will you do all of your dining now? <laughs> um, well, basically, since since we moved back home, like my so my press is currently in my conservatory, and the press dry and flash fit in the conservatory, but he's still there. That's frozen and looks very menacing. No, have you you frozen as well? My connection is unstable. Hold on. Oh, yeah, you frozen. You looked very menacing and unimpressed. Did I? Yeah, it was like a mugshot. Oh, I'll get that <laughs> bit for later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my my press, my dryer, and my flash fit in uh, the conservatory. I've explained all this before, but um. Yeah, most of the time it basically means I have to work off a single station and I've had a few big jobs on recently that have meant I've needed four stations because there are water-based jobs as well. Uh, so what I did, <laughs> I uh, I wheeled the dryer into the dining room, which is next to the conservatory. <laughs> and <laughs> Nick came back and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, because I had... <laughs> I've got like an extra long extraction uh, tube, put it on top of the dryer and basically gaffer taped it to the wall so I could put it out the window. And uh, she was like, right, okay, so you've taken over here. And I had like boxes all over the table and everything like that. And she was like, right, well, can we just like get a curtain to put up between the dining room and the living room? Because it's like a big open plan space. It used to be like a closed off room with like a door, but the previous owners knocked it through. <laughs> um. I was like, oh, you know, we could just build a wall. Um, <laughs> you know, put a wall back in. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she wasn't impressed. Um, that was, I think, that was five days ago, and the dryer's still there. So <laughs> I claimed it. Squatters' rights, mate. You've got to um, you got to you got to earn that coin. You got to do what you got to do, haven't you? Exactly, exactly. I've got a few big jobs coming up, so I haven't moved it moved it all back. I've got a small um, problem. I've lost my bin. How do you lose a bin? That is fucking big as well. <laughs> Bear with me one second. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Maybe you can go somewhere. I wouldn't fucking know, would I? Well, no, there's that. Um, ah, yeah. <laughs> for the uh for you guys, the listener, we are doing a little um thing imagic with uh just Pav and myself. Again, um, because on, we've <laughs> we've quite enjoyed doing them the last few times, and we've yeah, had relatively good feedback. <laughs> what are you chuckling at? I said the listener hasn't. <laughs> the listener hasn't what? Enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, I said we've had quite good feedback. Oh, have we? Yeah. Well, that's good. But yeah. We enjoy it, and we've got a few convo topics. Um, yeah, well, you did send me it. I hadn't had a chance to print anything off, so you're going to have to lead with them. Is this a bit weird, me working while we're podding? No, that's fine. It's turning me on a bit. Yeah, me putting the black glove on. Is that, is that doing it for you? <laughs> Please use lube. <laughs> Mate, always going dry. <laughs> I've been very naughty. Oh. I've normally got a rule where... Screens don't come off the press until they've been cleaned, and um, I've actually got a couple of uh, a couple of jobs where I haven't cleaned the pre- cleaned the screens off. Um, mm. Taken them off. These ones here are still dirty, but 
Yeah, it's not good. Breaking my own rules, man. Man. Um, well, topical question then, as you yeah. are in your your space, I'm in your in environment. Space. I'm in my space. <laughs> what? Um, so in in your current studio now, what one piece of equipment that you think do you think you could downgrade without compromising on the quality of your prints? What could I downgrade? Be, so that's the thing, but I was, I was because I was thinking earlier. I was like, you know, we're always thinking about upgrading to the next piece of kit, next piece of kit, next piece of kit, and like improving efficiency, output, quality, blah blah blah. Every, everything I have is already a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you asking me that is a bit of a weird one. Um, I suppose uh, this is this is going to be controversial. My press. Really? Yeah, because I don't think I'd want a smaller washout booth because it's already tiny or shitter yeah. one. You couldn't get a shitter drying cabinet than this this homemade one I made out of an old kitchen. <laughs> My exposed unit's actually incredibly reliable. I should not have fucking said that. It's going to break tomorrow now. I've said that. <laughs> um, my bear in mind, everything I own is secondhand. <laughs> um, my uh, flash is. Aside from being one of those ones with a heating element in it, like I wouldn't want anything worse than what I've got now. Mm. Um, but I could definitely make good prints on a press that isn't this. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's nothing... You know, I, I produced some really fucking good prints on a on a much shitter press than this. Mm. So 100% the one thing I could downgrade. Fair enough. Which I know is a bit of an odd answer. No, um, no. No, yeah. I concur. I think, I mean, with with how I've been set up the last few months, I think I'd probably say the same. I mean, either that or, I mean, my drying cabinet's a bit of a luxury. Yeah. Um, I've got you got that. They've got one I on mean, screen as well at the minute. Have they? Yeah, I did. I mean, my, ex, my exposure unit's a bit of a luxury as well, but that's something I can't really do without. Yeah. Well, the drying think... cabinet is I could build something and downgrade and I'd, pretty much still get the same you see none of, it's none probably of just stuff, slower yeah none of this stuff is like none of what i have is luxury so none of it's all, already none of it's fantastic i mean i know mm. we've had this conversation before i wouldn't buy another cruiser um no so like yeah it's, it's a tough one but it's actually quite easy for me it's um but i think saying you wouldn't buy another cruiser that's not saying it's a bad press though because no, it's not no 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 no, it's it's, I think I think it's a good press, but it's overpriced. But yeah, but then what else is there in the market that it's the side clamp to do it, isn't it? Yeah, maybe yeah, I should have to over um over side clamps. I think they're so important though. Yeah, I'll tell you what. When I went from my old press to this one, which was obviously the the, the head um, clamp system, it really showed up how shit my screens were. Like almost mm. instantly, and yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> because you, I think, what happens is you almost get the you get the flex. I think you could probably get away with having shitter screens on like a rear clamp press because there's almost that little bit of tilt, isn't there? Yeah, you get a bit of that, so you, you can sort of you can start it out. You get a bit of like involuntary off contact, mm. and it's like on the the cheaper versions of those presses, you don't have a tilt adjustment, so you just have to adjust your off contact to where it's best 
basically. But when right. you get on a when you get on a, a a decent press with side clamps, it's like your screens are perfectly fucking level. And it's like if your well, screens are crap, they they're gonna fucking stick. Yeah. And then you have to adjust it every six months. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> That's one of my main gripes with the fucking cruiser as well. But uh, I'm fucking I mean, we've said it before, like I, I very, very nearly went for a chameleon and a bigger dryer, and I'm fucking glad I didn't. But in the same breath, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd went for a chameleon. Mm. It's a tough one though, isn't it? Because you can't know. You would have just sold the chameleon and got a different press. Like it's not. I, I wouldn't have sold it. I would have put it in storage. Yeah, or stored it. Yeah, yeah. They do not come up very often, do they? Hmm. Well, the one that I had on my shopping list as well had air clamps as well. All right, fucking show off. Yeah. I'm gonna show you why I love, fucking love these squeegees now. Where's my screwdriver? Oh, this is this is one of the best designs for cleaning squeegee. Get my little um, <laughs> little toolkit out. Where is it? Where's the where's the right screwdriver? I've got too many screwdrivers. PH two. Bosh. Yeah. So so what do you reckon you would downgrade your press? Same as me. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know really what I would get to replace it. That's the thing though. Because it's like I think we've both spoken to a few people who've had numb end of issues with the Rileys. Yeah, but I think all all presses have issues, don't they? Yeah, but I think the I mean saying that that's with the Riley, what is it, the two fifty, the one with the um the tabletop one with the four arms, mm. the four four stations. They seem to be the ones with the issues mainly. And I think it's down to like flex. They're not as like sturdy as like the cruiser or sidewinder or chameleon or whatever. Yeah, I know. I know you love those squeegees. Mate, they're so fucking good. They're so easy to clean. It's unreal. I don't like them. They've changed my life. Um, but yeah, so I think I think probably the press, but it's like I think the cruiser is like it is a, probably an entry level six colour four station press. It's an where are you gonna go from there? Yeah. It's where are you gonna downgrade to from there? It's not a um it's not a uh it's not a hobby press. It's no, no, that's that's what I mean. It's kind of like what's below that that isn't a hobby press. A vice, probably vice is probably cheaper. Yeah, but the fucking none of them about. Yeah, but I'd find a used one, wouldn't I, mate? I'm quite resourceful, you know. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm just about to get high, if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, failing that, I'd probably do my, my drawing cabinet, because it takes up a fuck ton of room as well. Yeah, how many does it hold? Uh, it's only a 10-screen one. And I really, really wish I'd gone for the 20-screen, because it takes up the same foot space, it's just taller, double the height. Mm. Um, but I was putting the money aside for that new dryer I was going to get. How is that new dryer yours? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a fucking annoying issue um when I was printing. Well, it's been the last probably couple of weeks, and my uh dryer belt kept slipping off the uh like the roller 
off the tracks. Mm. And it had literally like it would be every rotation because I'm printing water based, the belt's obviously going quite slow. Um, and like I wouldn't instantly notice it, and it'd just gradually start veering off, and I'd have to fucking like stop the belt, pull it all the way back on and everything like and get it back in the grooves. You adjusted the um adjusted the has it got adjustment uh, knobs at the end where you can like start? Yeah. So it it so from from if you're looking at it from if you get to like like eye level with it, it looks perfectly straight. Look at it from the top, it's perfectly straight. Like the That's what the, I say the, about the actual, you. <clears throat> the the bolts on either side are the same distance from the end of the dryer, and I just couldn't fucking figure it out. And I never thought to look under the dryer. Mm. Because obviously the belt hangs underneath. And I, I looked under the dryer and it was like the left side of the belt was like up here and the right side of the belt was like down there. And I was like, oh fuck. And it's literally like basically just veering off that way. Like every two rotations of the belt. That must what I did be- was fucking loosen loosen the um uh the non-motorized end and then pulled it probably about half an inch towards me and it's fucking fixed it. But it must it was, be from uh, where you move premises though, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um but it was yeah, this for it, fucking weeks. I just couldn't figure out it. why it was doing it, and it was really, really irritating because it felt tight on that side, but it's because where it was so loose on the other side, it was just pulling it off. Based on that, then here's a good question <clears> for you. Go on. How uh, strict are you with your maintenance for your machinery? Um, yeah. it depends what. All right. So if it's if it's my press, uh, I give it, a, if there's any ink stains or anything like that, I always give it a wipe down the second I'm taking screens out. Mm. Um, in terms of, you know, general dust and all that sort of stuff, that's going to happen. Like, especially if, you know, time of year that we are now when we're using fucking spray tack and shit like that, it's, that's kind of unavoidable. That's a once every six month clean for me. And I'll just whack a fuck ton of do greaser and fucking um, 701 on it just to get it all off. Um, in terms of the dryer, I mean, there's I don't think I've ever done any maintenance on it. Well, you know, change the brushes on the motor or anything? No, never had to. Oh, fucking hell, mate. Every um, six, every my six drying months. cabinet, I do that's you know, cleaning the filter out, cleaning it out inside, giving it a good wipe, and everything like that. And that's probably once every maybe 10 days to two weeks. Um, every six months, I change the um. The brushes on my motor that runs the my tunnel dryer. Do you really? Yes. They're only like okay. there's tenner, and if the hmm. brushes fail and the motor goes out, the motor does not made anymore, so I have to get the replacement, which is near on eight hundred quid. Jesus. So I'm gonna I'm gonna spend fucking twenty quid a year. Well, I just stockpiled them. I bought fucking loads of them. I bought like fifty of them. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Well, you've got an old pan for, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine's only a. It's only a fucking little buddy, so it's like. Yeah. And your buddy pals. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then everything else is kind of fairly self-maintaining. You know, I mean, the starlight that just needs your Hoover up ah. vents and fucking give it a wipe down and everything like that. I um, I grease my um, I adjust my the, the little off-centered canned bearings on the on the registration gate once every six months. I check them all, grease everything mm. up. I'm a bit weird like that though. Just a bit weird in general, really. Yeah, I don't have to worry about my exposure unit. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a light integrator. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah mine's set to the so it just fucking adjusts however much light it needs to get to that much that level. So that's one thing I've never got to worry about. So I don't have to keep running tests on that, which is a fucking godsend. Um, yeah. Well, after after I moved uh, from the unit to to back home, um, I realised how squeaky my press was. Is it, <laughs> mine's really clicky. I know it's supposed to click when it goes over the detent ball, but mine's well, like mine, mine's, yeah, mine's really clicky, but it's only on two arms. Mine's only clicking in one direction. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, mine's literally on, on two arms. It's absolutely fine. It just does the, like that. And then the other two arms, it's really loud. Really? Like, it's like I'm wanking, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but when you pull that face, I recognize that face. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> I remember uh, I woke up in the middle of the night at print went promotion last night last year. Game recognized game, I suppose. Um but yeah, so I need to figure that out. I don't know why it would only do it on two arms because they're both fucking level. And even so, you don't even adjust that part of the the print arms. I don't think what what it would be. Hold on. Hmm. Yeah, that part is the disc that's attached to the yeah, it's like welded to it. Oh, it's just not been welded on there properly, is it? Well, it is. It's not fucking moving. Nothing. No, is but moving. it's not welded on square. I mean, no, but it's it's not always done that. That's what I mean. This is a recent thing. Oh right, okay. Um, is it level. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't fucking know then. Oh fuck's sake! What you know what it could be talking to you for. You know what it could be. Does it happen yeah. with all pallets or just one? Or all just pallets. Like, well, even even different sizes and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And it's always the same ones. Yeah. Just one. It's if always it... uh, one. It's always three and four. Hmm. I wondered Fine. if um, it doesn't make any sense. I just wondered if uh, two of your. I might just try greasing it up and see if that makes a difference. But then again, surely it'd be doing it on on all of them. But anyway, um. Oh no, no, it won't. It won't. It, no, you do need to grease them up, I expect, because you're not getting a full range of m movement, are you? You're probably using two more than more than more than the other That's two. That's a very fair point. You're not. You're not doing a full rotation, so you probably. Well, I, I am now, and that's why I'm noticing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it, isn't it? You're w welcome to the genius that is me. <laughs> <laughs> We actually solved a problem on the Brand Social podcast this time. I fixed I fixed a problem for Fletcher earlier. <laughs> yeah. Fixed, uh, print stream and fixative. He was having issues. He's been having issues. Was this with his exposure? Yeah. And I, then yeah. he came to me yonks ago and said, I'm having issues. And I told him exactly what it was. And I told him what to do to check it. He was like, okay, yeah. He come back and I said, have you checked all these things? No, but I think it might be this. And I was like, do me if I won't say what it is. Tell you uh, why. Because he posted in the fucking screen print group whatever the fuck it's called oh did he yeah do you not see it a while ago i don't fucking and everybody was going oh your emulsions off or whatever well i went through all this with him and mm. then it turned out he changed his he's changed his um his uh exposure unit from the one that i helped him build and i was like right I oh, said, are they? Yeah. oh i didn't realize he changed his unit yeah he told me about this and i, said, oh, well, I thought i thought he, he 
I only fucking read it briefly, but I thought he said he'd moved unit. Yeah, uh, well, he has done that. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's oh. one of those ones with the fluorescent tubes in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are shit. <laughs> yeah, they are dog shit. Um, so I said, mate, get the old one out and try it. Yeah, I'll do that. And he never did anyway. He finally got out and tried it, and it miraculously, the old explosion is working perfectly still. Um, mm. So yeah. I always go for a nice yeah. fine little fine little work cleanup with a with a wet wipe. Wet wipe. I love a wet wipe. I like a wet wipe. Oh, just to get them nice um, and clean. Here's, clean. A, here's another hypothetical one then, as you're <laughs> wanking off that squeegee blade. Do the face again. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go on then. Hit movie hypothetical. Um, so if if you were to start your journey into the world of garment decoration today. Mm. without any prior knowledge of anything Ooh. based on kind of what you see in the industry what decoration method would you go for if budget wasn't an option so i come in completely blind mm -hmm. but then i find out about all the different methods yeah so this is everything from be uh, from but cost to ease of application to speed to whatever i would well i've always hated heat pressing stuff even before i owned a heat press um but you're, you're coming in with a fresh mind here you don't you don't know about how horrible heat yeah, so how, is am I, how can i answer this question then well i don't what, know what, I don't, I what don't looks know, do best I? to your virgin mind what, screen printing still i think I think. Does it really? Either that or um, DT, DTG. Hmm. I do like a good DTG machine. Like a good one. And one that's hmm. run by someone who knows what they're fucking doing. Yeah. Some, I mean, the prints that Jack from Old Elton can get out of his DTG are fucking phenomenal. Like, yeah. I, he sent one, well, I bought a t-shirt of him. I think I said this before. Genuinely thought it was screen printed. It was really fucking good. Hmm. and i messaged him saying mate i even messaged him saying mate you, your screen printing game has gone up and he was like thanks pal but it's a fucking dtg <laughs> i was like well that's how fucking good it is it looked he, he'd managed yeah. to because i reckon well, that's the thing i've i've shown that one i've or a couple i think that i've had on on here before when we've had guests on and like a fucking good dtg print can almost replicate a screen print. Yeah. I think in some ways it's better. Yeah. In some ways it's better. It's like, it's almost a, a, a good DTG print is that perfect halfway mix between a great plastisole and a great water-based print. Yeah. I think it's all... Yeah, it's got that little bit of hand to it, but it's yeah. not like... Yeah, it's it doesn't good. feel like an eight-colour fucking screen print. With yeah, like, it's, you it's know. almost the perfect... The perfect solution. Mm. Mate, this squeegee is so fucking clean. Yeah. I think I'm probably with you on that. Yeah, that, I, mean... I know that uh, we we've both given DTG a bit of a bad rap um, on here, and I'm still not singing its praises because there's too many fucking people out there that think it is just fucking press a button and go. Um, but if you do it right, then it can be very very good. I think um, that's that's coming from 
my point of view is like someone producing stuff. But mm. in many ways, I think the best the best you can do for customers sometimes is, is DTF. Yeah. Because a lot of I customers... mean that's that's what I'm doing in my day job on a day-to-day basis and running a DTF machine and we're doing trade stuff as well. Most you know selling to people by the meter sort of thing. And it's the ease that you can get really, really good results i mean the only comment i have about dtg and supercolor is an exception to this because supercolor isn't strictly dtg uh, dtf sorry it's a slightly different hybrid version of dtf but the only disadvantage to just your standard dtf is it's cmyk and colors can be a bit unreliable mm like you know when you start getting into your grays and your blues and stuff like because they they use a rip software and what the rip wants to do is enhance those colors so it's adding more stuff into them because the 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 thing that i don't understand about fucking dtf rips is they recommend that you use a png right pngs are rgb color spectrum so if you're setting shit up with cmyk and it looks great. And yeah, obviously you can't fucking go, oh, that looks great on the screen. It's going to look identical when it's fucking printed because they're two different fucking things. But you're then exporting a CMYK as RGB and then printing it. And then people go, oh, it doesn't look the same. It's like, well, of course it doesn't look the fucking same. But it's like, why are we being told to use fucking RGB? Like, it's, it's weird, it, isn't it? it it just really fucking like boggles my mind. Like, and they're like, oh, you can use like an EPS file or a PDF file, but it's a fucking right pain in the ass to do it. I actually prefer, um, I prefer using uh, like TIFF files and stuff if I'm moving like images around and shit. I don't like mm. P- I don't like PNG files. No, I don't. I think they're fucking horrible. I, I actually hate them. I mean, I like, but them yeah, that's that's the standard practice for i mean both dtf and the uh, dtg as well just um pngs i, know I don't that. get it i mean it's because it's got the transparent background and everything but you can tre- achieve that with a true vector file well i've i've learned something this evening mm, you're welcome <laughs> i feel very welcome but yeah i mean we we can we can do it with an eps file um, but as I said, it's just a fucking right pain in the ass, and it's like I don't understand why you're not simplifying that method. But then in the same breath, it's like the reason they're probably not is because EPS files are so much larger than PNGs. PNG files are like they're like seventy-eight kilobytes or something. Yeah, does like it? That. Does the does the DTF? Does it basically rip itself before it sends to the printer? Do you get like a preview of it, or is it literally just oh yeah it yeah you get a preview it, it comes but... out. You get a preview, but again, on the screen, it's giving you a preview in RGB. Mm. And it's obviously printing in fucking CMYK. So you don't really know until... And also, the other thing is that it's putting... So the way it works is it puts your colour layers down first, and then it applies a white backing. Like Everything has white on the back in DTF. And then it goes through your shaker station, which is applying glue to the back. And then it goes through a heater. They were going through a shaker station. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, you know, it comes out the other end, you cut it up um, and you can sort of tell the the colours through the film. But until you've actually pressed it on a garment, you can't tell what the colours truly are. 
because the the film is like semi opaque sort. Yeah, of when that, those ones you printed for me, the mm. guys were like, "Oh, the, the color doesn't look right," and I was like, "Wait till you peel the." I was like, well, it looked different. I was like, yeah, it looked way fucking different. Like it's got, it's got like, it's like mm. looking for a, a, a hazy piece of glass at it. Like you never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so it's glass. really, really difficult and kind of like from my perspective, like my boss came to me the other day and he's like, oh, we've got this, this client who we like used to screen print for. They're happy doing DTF, but they're really, really picky on color. <laughs> like, well, this yeah. is going to be a fucking really difficult job then. Because you know very well that it's like the DTF is like, it's quite inconsistent with colour. And it's like, obviously, it's just a learning process and getting there and figuring out what works and kind of like the adjustments we can make and everything. Now, I've never fucking done this. Like, I will admit to anybody who listens to this who's into digital printing and everything, I'm a fucking newbie. Like, you know, I'm a good screen printer and I fucking know what I'm doing with that. But this is still very, very new to me. So it's kind of like learning those processes is like, it feels like I'm not quite learning screen printing again because it's got more of a digital aspect to it, which I'm comfortable with. Um, but it's fucking frustrating. What do you reckon really, really frustrating. Huh? What do you reckon harder to learn? Screen print. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. I've never thrown a DTG machine out of a fucking window. Yeah, you have thrown a screen print screen out the window into dog shit, though, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, and squeegees at walls and a fucking. Uh, the worst one I had is I kicked, uh, uh, kicked through an uh, an ink pot. Oh, water based. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not so bad, water based. Wouldn't worse. Well, well I was wearing relatively new Vans as well. And yeah, black ink just all over my fucking brand new shoes. I was like, that's wonderful. Great. They're now my print shoes. Um, Do you have special clothes that you wear for when you go printing? Not anymore, no. I do. I have a pair of shorts that I wear. I'm clean and tidy. (laughs) Crocs. And I mean, I don't make it Saying that. I, I take that back, actually. <laughs> if I'm printing plasticine, <laughs> I have overalls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I wear a um, uh, an apron. Yeah. No, I've I've proper, like, dungarees. I've got a pair of bright orange dungarees that are fucking absolutely coated in fucking ink. Um, do, you, do you shove them through the tunnel after you're done for the day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I did well, a pair of car hearts of mine. They look like a fucking Jackson Pollock now. But yeah. I don't. I, I don't really make a mess anymore. So, look at that. yeah, I don't. I don't really bother. I think the, the. I think the only thing that I, I guess, change specifically when I'm printing is what t-shirt I'm wearing, because right. that's the closest thing to the ink. Yeah. Like if I go to wipe my hands on anything, I've always got a pack of like baby wipes next to me, or some fucking rags or whatever. And it's like I'm failing that, I'll just wipe it on my T-shirt. And if I'm yeah. printing water base, it's going to be dry within fucking five minutes. I watched a video of someone printing the other day and it made me feel physically sick because they do a they do a pull print and when they got to the end, I think that one will be right. They'd like scrape the yeah, edge we spoke, off. We spoke about this on the last episode. Did we? Did we? Yeah. Remember, <laughs> oh my God. It, give me, it give scooped me it up. Yeah, yeah. A scoop is fine to get it back down the other end. No worries. Fair yeah, play. But you don't scoop it up against the no, screen. No. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> if you look, if you look 
if you if you're printing if you're printing plastisol, there's literally no need to because it sticks to the fucking squeegee. Now even water based, if you, I mean I'm using Magna and that's the my opinion the fucking best quality water based thing you can get. You use it for a while and it does start to clog up a little bit and it feels a bit like really runny plastisol. It still sticks to the fucking squeegee. Like you can still do that. I mean obviously you're flooding the screen so it's not um not so much of an issue anyway. Um but yeah, no. Keep your clean uh, keep your clean screen. Keep your cleans. Oh my fucking god. Keep your screens clean, children. Um keep your screens clean. Keep your spleens clean. Um this is descended into fucking madness. I've just gone back to using an old technique I've forgotten about doing while while we were chatting. Mm. So I've got a uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's particularly good with those squeegees because they're fucking shit. Yeah, just realize, listener, I've just taped around the button. <laughs> they're not. Just taped around the edge of the uh, squeegee blade. So when I come to use it, I can just pull the, pull the tape off and the cleanup should be slightly easier. Mm. I don't mind cleaning that. I find it really therapeutic. So I'll no, come I don't either. All fucking I, day. I, I, well, we were talking about this and I, I'm... Uh, realize I'm putting myself in the fucking firing line here. Um, but we the were jizz. talking, huh? The jizz, <laughs> <laughs> talking about um, our favorite parts of the process of screen printing. And I oh, said, yeah. I don't think my favorite part of screen printing is actually pulling ink through screen anymore. And it's it was, that's it's, it's not that it's I hate it. Panel, mate. <laughs> Huh? You want to start a YouTube channel and paint everything black? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was uncalled for. No, it's fine. I just want to make videos now, to be honest. You know what I was really tempted to do? I just, I would just want to buy some really expensive camera equipment and like just be, you know, sponsored for a living. I was it. really tempted to do was um, make a sandwich. I was going to make my spam and... and uh, my spam and uh, thingy bread sandwich on on this episode, but I've run out of lime pickle, so I can't do it. Oh, it's a fucking disaster, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I can't remember. Ah, uh, we, we were talking shit like usual. You talk. Uh, oh, I've, I've got a uh, a little uh, new little a section. Oh, sexual. Um, that I thought we could introduce for when we're just doing episodes where it's me and my lover. Mm. Um, goodbye, my lover. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know what to call it yet. Uh, but I've just called it "Where Were You Do?" So, what would you do? Uh, okay. Scenarios. The scenario section. That's it. Okay. Um. And I think the idea is, I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud here, um, as I yeah. usually do, um, but uh, where it is just yourself and myself, one of us could come up with a scenario, each specifically related to uh, printing, whether that's client interactions, mistakes, uh, fucking problem solving, um, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And I've just got... ask each other a scenario and what would we do. But hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. 
Um, oh no, that's it. I just need a quick way. <laughs> Think of it. Make it better. I can't make it better than what it already is. It was already a genius question. Just I'm now going to put my um gloves back on for your for your pleasure. Visually and orally, as in with the ears, not like. I know these are disposable gloves and you can take them off and throw them away, but I am cheap. And that's all I'm willing to say on that matter. Should have been a glass blower, shouldn't I? Lungs like that. My friend used to be a glass blower. He had to quit because one day he inhaled and got a pain in the chest. <laughs> you are welcome, you lovely lot. This is very strange. It reminds me of my lives being in here talking and no one being able to hear me. If you can hear well, me. One bread bin. Oh, you're back. Just doing some um, scraping. Right. What would you do? You ready? Are you going first? Uh, yeah. You can well, go first if you want to. Would you like? Would you no, no, go? no. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. And you know what? You know what I've done in this instance because I asked you about it today. So <laughs> you've got a customer that comes to you. Yep. Knows enough about screen printing to know that they want things screen printed for an event or business or whatever they're doing. They come to you. They don't hit your minimum order requirements. So you tell them and they say, okay, so they up it to the exact minimum order requirements, which in my case is 24 pieces. And yeah. then they um and then they order a three-color front, three-color back on a dark garment as an underbase. So there's four screens for the front, four screens for the back. Now to me, that is 160 pounds just in screen fees before we yeah. start the garment and everything. Um, yeah. I've given her a price, so this has actually happened to me, listener, that I thought was ridiculous. And I even said to her, look, you don't really want to be paying this, but this is how much it is. Let me know what you want to do. She's come back and said, looks great. Let's go for it. Right. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's and then, also a pain in the arse job for 24 I don't mind doing it. I mean, it is a pain, but I won't mind doing it. Anyway, the re I subsequently found out that she's basically just started this business um, and it's literally like not even started, started yet. And that's what she and that's what she needs these garments for. And I'm like, I feel a bit, I don't feel right doing this. Um, now, obviously, she was happy to pay that. It's her money. She can do what she wants with it. And I've not done anything mm. wrong. But to my mind... That is a prime job for DTF. And I even said yeah. to her, look, DTF would be better for this. Um, or even we'd do it as a really cool single colour. The logo is really cool and it would look great as a single colour. Yeah, she's you like, showed me. It would look good. She was like, no, I want it full colour. I want it screen printed. I'm like, okay. Anyway, so I said, fine, yeah, yeah. So I was about to invoice her and I was like, I'm just going to get the quote for the DTF. So that's what I asked Darcy about. What would you do in that situation? I would DTF it. No, but what would you do with the customer? I mean, would you do what I did? No, say? I mean, it, it depends on the customer. I mean, if they were insistent on uh, screen printing, I think what I would do 
purely because I've got the opportunity to do it, is I would print off a sample and press it on a garment. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's um, I'm back. That's something I really would like the opportunity to have done, but it's not something that obviously that I can do in this instance. Um, wink, wink. Yeah. Unless you want to print me <laughs> one off. Um, I'll, pr- I'll print you one off. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's a tough one because obviously. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm always keen to push screen printing, but there are jobs that it's like I don't know. I reckon. I reckon she'd save near near on two hundred quid. And when you're starting up a business and that, doesn't matter how much money you got behind you, two hundred quid's two hundred quid. You know, that money could be better. That's two hundred quid that could be spent on anything else. Exactly. Like, and you know, as nice as it is to have uniforms and shit. And merch or whatever, I don't think they're the most important part of a business. Well, that that's that's the other question that I would ask: is is it merch? So is it merchandise you're selling, or are they uniforms? Well, is I it have, promo items or what? I have asked this, and it's a combination of the both. Right, she's giving some away, and she's keeping some as as staff uniform. What the same design? Yeah. So she's giving away staff uniforms, basically. Yeah. That's a bit funny. All, 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 all the staff are wearing, but I mean, I say staff as if there's like a million of them. There's only like maybe maybe two of them working at this. But yeah, even so, I could put that t shirt on and be like, yeah, I started it yesterday. <laughs> but it just, you know. for me, I've not done anything wrong. I've only done what she's asked me to do, and I have made her aware of the options, but <clears> I still think she's made the wrong choice. Yeah, well, I mean, as you said, ultimately it is her decision. But what I would do is I would get a DTF transfer and just press it on a fucking T-shirt and drop it to them and be like... The only issue with that is, what's she going to ask for if I give her a sample of DTF? A sample of screen printing. You say you don't do samples of screen printing because there's fucking eight screens involved in the fucking setup. Yeah. Like, it's if you're happy with the DTF at that price... You can show her an example, show her a sample of something else you've printed, which is, I'm sure, something you've got in stock. It's like, yeah, it's not of your design, but I'm not setting up fucking eight screens just to print you a fucking sample so you can see the difference between the quality. That's why that's why I've kept a lot, you know, Downcast is still up and running, but I am in the process of closing it now. Um, But I am going to keep quite a lot aside just to use the samples. Mm. See, that's why I... um, I, uh... I spoke to someone else about this and I explained the whole thing. I'm like, it's not me like feeling bad and have a conscious thing. It's like this person is going to spend a, a, what was probably a considerable amount of money for them on me. And I think they're sort of caught up in the in the joy the of the business hype. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And what I'd actually rather is they spent less money with me and they were still around in six months to spend more money mm-hmm. with me. Yeah. No, exactly that. So I'm sort exactly of trying that. to think long term, like it would be very easy to some people will not be talked down from stuff once they've got the idea in their head they're like mm. no that's it like no i've made my mind up sort of thing i think i can probably talk this girl so i'm doing the right thing then basically by making her aware that i think she's making yeah 100 yeah, percent. i'll print you a sample off right. thanks mate i appreciate that that's right does that answer your question 
It does. Are you gonna are you gonna do one for me now then? Yeah, mine's a bit more silly. Oh, oh, okay. Um okay. Sorry. Picture the scene. Let's set the scene there. Set the scene. I'm listening. There's a, there's a sunset. You're you're sitting on your on your porch in your rocking sunset. chair. Sunset. <laughs> yeah. The year's twenty twenty five. I'm sitting in my Porsche, yeah. No, porch. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, but I can't sit there because there's a, normally a, an old <laughs> workstation. <laughs> right, anyway, right. Set the scene. It's uh it's twenty twenty five. You're now 72. Fucking hell. All screen printing inks are now banned because of a dangerous chemical found within them that has caused people to grow a third, sometimes fourth nipple. What are you using to replace your inks? Oh, all all inks, all pigments and everything. Yeah, it's all gone. What about bleach? Bleach gone? Uh yeah, I'm ruling bleach out as well. Um, so you're basically down to vegetables, fruit, and raw materials at this stage, and possibly well, condiments. I mean, I mean, all 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 colours are made from things found in nature anyway. There are no synthetic colours, are there? Yeah, it's true. So I don't think I'm actually any worse off, am I? What what you're what you're basically saying is the um. The solvent that the ink is in has been banned. Yeah, I suppose so. But you've got a you've got to now source a raw material to make your own inks. Yeah, but I can do that. All right. Well, what are you fucking using? Well, name a colour, and I'll tell you what I'm using. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> uh, dandelions. <laughs> what about blue? Uh, the sky. I'm going to milk the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say the sea there. For... <laughs> I'm going to milk the sky. Uh, uh, red is fine. I'm Italian. <laughs> red. Give the pasta sauce. <laughs> Blood. A bit thin. I mean, it might be no, alright for paper, but it's thin, but it's thicker than water. I'd I'd rather use a good passata. All right, passata. Yeah. Fuck me, you are so northern. It's unreal. Passata. Yeah. Jesus. Go on then, say it in Italian. No, I can't speak in Italian. <laughs> you know I'm speaking Italian. Don't be mean. How do you say it then? I I know I'd say it like a, like a southerner, passata. All right, yeah. <laughs> I want to know how you say it as a fucking Italian. I bet you anything they say passata. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so Northerners and Italians are basically intertwined. We're basically the same. So you would basically just use fruit and veg. No, the sky, as well. <laughs> I um, want a serious answer to my non-serious question. Okay. Um. Uh. I think it's going to be mainly fruit and veg. Obviously, stones. Break down some stones for um, what for what for using, like sandstone and whatever that red one is, red sandstone. I don't know what all the stones are called. Um, 
what else? Oh, Beatles. Don't you don't you get good colours from Beatles? Yeah, you do actually. So I'd, yeah, so I'd I'd put John Paul George and Ringo in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Tano's put us in a blender. <laughs> I just took a drink as you said that. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? I think that's it. I don't think I, I need I need a few colours really, don't I? Green, yeah, like chlorophylls and everything, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pantone think... books are out the fucking window at that stage, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, finally. Some, someone will put them out of fucking business. Hmm. I just got a... Uh, I, got, I had a, a direct debit today for fucking uh, Pantone Connect. Has that been a year already? Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Has it gone down or has it gone up? No, it's, it's actually the same. Um, but it's still a fucking kick in the dick considering how much I actually fucking use it. Um, I still haven't got it. I never use it. Yeah. Well, I've um, you haven't got um, Creative Cloud, have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. No, it's I haven't. not. It's not um, frowned upon to not have Creative Cloud. You've just got an older version, haven't you? I've got a much older version that I definitely paid for. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you're on a different screen printing podcast, you'd have to phrase that answer differently. <laughs> but we're not put, sponsored by Adobe Suites. <laughs> no, when I when I was um when I was on Chessies, I did make a joke about the fact that I, I I obviously made a joke. This is this is not true about um having an old version of Adobe. I mean, yeah, I'm missing no. out on all of the um like the AI shit. Which Tell is... you what, though, I haven't even fucking touched it because I've got an app on my phone that I've paid for the whole year for fucking nine ninety nine, and it's fucking great. It's really cool. I'm not Which using it? it for fucking... Uh, it's called DaVinci... Da... AI DaVinci or DaVinci AI, one of the two. Is that the same people that do um the edit, uh, editing software for um like videos and shit? DaVinci Resolve, is it? Quite possibly, I, I don't actually know, um, but it's just a mobile app. But it's literally you just you know, fucking go in it, type in your um, what are the words prompts like your your keywords or whatever, whatever you want it to um to create, and you you there's like a massive list of like styles, and it gives you examples where it's like illustrative or like dark comic or like fucking realism or whatever it's really really fucking cool and really intuitive but the i think the one thing i've noticed is you have to be quite i guess selective with the wording you use it's almost like less is more i think what's gonna um miss van der Rohe, i think what's gonna um the the difference between people that can use ai and people that can't people have learned how to basically speak mm. in the way that it understands isn't it yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to do at the minute is, is like, it's really figure it out because it's only, I don't think it's in any breath it's going to fucking replace artists and illustrators. I really fucking don't. Mm. But I think there are going to be more and more people that go, that's fucking cool. Mm. And clients in particular, like whether it's, you know, just random clients or, or brands or 
whatever that go can you create me something like this and it's like no i can't because i don't have the artistic talent to create you something like that but and i'll always be upfront about it um and that's the thing with the with the new inky gal shop shirt that i've done that's fully fucking ai generated because i just wanted to fuck around with it and i came across something really really cool and really unique and it was like that's just done by fucking artificial intelligence i had no fucking hand in it um and yeah, I just I just think it's quite cool. Like what you know, I mean, I, I, is that the whole like a lot of this art that's being produced that people are using for shit is like the exact opposite of the type of art that we've had. You know how everything's been sort of mega simplified. Yeah. Um, and now we're yeah. going back more to sort of photo realistic. Even like yeah. for people like for their logos and background the websites and shit. Like it's all gone. It's all gone full circle, isn't it? Because that that shit sort mm-hmm. of fell out of favour. I think that that links quite nicely, I guess, to the. I get. I mean, DTG has been around for a long time now. It's been, you know, hasn't been great for a, for a long time. It's gotten better recently, like in the last, you know, five years or so. Um, but DTF is is pretty new, and I think the kind of like increase in this like move back towards this like high color counts super realism sort of artwork and everything like it's probably influenced by that because it's not limited by screen printing probably part, part of it as well is it uh, the the maybe the the overall skill level of printers has gone down so mm. that as an offering becomes less frequent mm. and so when there's finally an opportunity that you know a relatively simple opportunity to to get an image like that it sort of all comes to a fall, doesn't it? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Am I making any Whereas, sense? I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you can reproduce that stuff as, you know, sim process or fucking CMYK or whatever, you know, setup you choose to use. Yeah. But the reality is, is that's going to cost the customer a fucking fortune. Exactly. And exactly. as we all know, being in a fucking cost of living crisis, are we still in a cost of living crisis? I mean, it fucking feels like it. Um, like cost is fucking important like there's you know so when was it two days ago last night whatever it was i was speaking to my uh my tattoo artist who i've been going for to for 10 years and he's always gone to somebody else um and he that that basically i've just been badgering him to come to me for fucking forever and he finally went yeah yeah, i'll do it and uh anyway he came to me and he was just like look i've had problems with a couple of screen printers in the past and one in particular that their prints essentially washed out Mm. after like 15 20 washes and it's like right well that's not on for starters that shouldn't happen and i explained that to him like you know i spoke to him in voice note um and it was like, you know, the print should outlast the garment, blah, 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 blah. Um, and he was like, oh, well, I'm thinking of going to DTG for like, you know, the the cost aspect and like, you know, because I've had the issues with screen printing and everything like that. Um, and I said to him, I was like, look, if you can find a good DTG person that can do it well, and I can recommend some, but obviously I would rather you come to me. Hmm um to have your stuff printed because we've known each other a long time and if it's just down to cost we can figure something out you know 
It's like it that's just a cost between me and him. That's not a general fucking public cost or whatever like that. Um and oh, I can't remember what the fucking point of this. Give me a prompt. We were <laughs> What's talking, I talking about, about? We were talking about um how uh, AI and that has made photo photo realistic images. Oh no, that was it. So because the 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 quality of digital stuff is only going up. But it seems the cost is coming down because more people are doing it. Because yeah. it seems that the screen printers, well, there's a lot of very fucking good screen printers, but there's also a lot of shit screen printers. It's the same with fucking DTG and fucking DTF. There's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. There's probably more um, he... shit at screen printing than there are people that are shit at DTG and DTF, though. Yeah, there probably is. Yeah, because it's it's because of the level it's, it's a very it, yeah it's a yeah exactly like you know cost to fucking get and set up a screen printer you can send your screens to or get screens made by whoever and then buy a fucking single station press off amazon for fucking 50 quid and you're printing single color designs um whereas nobody at entry level owns a digital machine no because they're fucking pricey hence why there's a lot of people that are doing it badly because it's kind of like yeah, the entry level cost is higher, but the entry level cost for a fucking good machine is extortionate. You know, like I mean, the the DTF machine that we're running was like forty grand. Fucking hell! Which is the price of like a fucking ten color auto. New. It's just it's just a good bit of kit, though, isn't it? Oh, it's a fucking brilliant bit of kit. Like, you know, I mean, it's it's not the most interesting de- decoration method. I'm not going to fucking pretend it is. And I'm not going to fucking see yeah, praises in that I'll way. But bit. it has its place in the industry. I think the screen printers were a bit too fucking artsy about this. It doesn't matter. No, I'm, I'm not. I've completely moved away from that fucking mindset since getting involved with digital a lot more. Mm. Like The customer likes it. It doesn't know, matter, does it? You know what I mean? No, exactly. Like, I love screen printing down to its fucking core. Like, I know I said earlier, like, my probably nowadays my least favorite part of screen printing is the actual pulling a squeegee and that's more to do with no but that's more to do with problems within my own fucking body as in my fucking hands hurt constantly my fucking elbow is absolutely killing me fucking 24 hours a day um but that's just you know if i could swap up my body for a new one i'd love to fucking print manually um but i can't wait to get to the stage of having an auto um which is you know probably a fair bit away yet um but yeah it all has its fucking place and some that's the thing like i i do print for you know a few brands a few breweries and everything like that and some of them have dtf and they've had it once and they're like oh can we do just do the same as last time for all of it and it's just like yeah it's fine with me like i'm still making that mark upon it and probably the same markup as I would with screen printing. And it's fucking easier on me. Like the problem I have with DTF is it's just fucking boring sitting there heat pressing loads of shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. It is. It is. It really is. There's no process to it. It comes out the machine, or if you're buying it from fucking supercolor or fucking for but well, if you're not running it off the machine yourself, you are literally paying for it, it turns up on your doorstep and then you're pressing it. Yeah, no, the weird thing about it is, like, the mechanics of it really aren't that different to screen printing. You put a garment down, 
you put a design on it, you put pressure on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it, so somehow it is completely fucking different in it. It feels yeah. completely different. But I find it, I don't know if it's because of my experience of um, that time I had that 300 piece order and I had to fucking weed front and back like two color designs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like heat pressing that, it just killed my soul. Um, yeah. And I think every time I turn the heat press on, because it's still the same heat press. Every time I turn it on, it just I just get fucking PTSD from it. <laughs> I think I think that's what yeah. it is. No, no, no. I, I get it. I get it because I mean that's what I do at work, like my day job. Like we don't really do any screen printing anymore. Like there's the odd job. Rotational um, prep. The rotational. Yeah, heat yeah, yeah. Have you seen the one going around that's also got a robot that picks up the transfers? What? yeah <laughs> it's basically a, a robot with like an arm like that so like my fingers in like a claw position and on each of the fingers it's got suction cups and the right. transfers are basically loaded into this little bay so they're all the same size they're all pre-cut it goes picks them up and drags it over and the t-shirt's in the same position because it's on the the platen and it plonks it down in the same spot every time yeah, did you see on the news that guy got that is fucking cool regardless of what anybody's fucking opinions are on fucking technology in the fucking print industry or anything like whether you're with it or against it that is fucking cool well the one that i think technology in the print industry hasn't really moved that quickly in all honesty because how the fuck have we not got proper machines that place garments on a fucking carousel and take the fuckers off how is that not possible yet well i think in the next probably fucking five years though you're gonna see that you reckon they but they're gonna be extortionate they're gonna be silly money well, i'm not gonna be buying one i just i just like looking at them at the shows not no, no, i know but it's they, i think they are gonna be around but i think they're not gonna be fucking affordable for even a mid-level shop for the next fucking what fucking 10 15 years at least well, i haven't got room for it in a minute anyway i love it how you blow your gloves up like balloons before putting them on well because they're inside out you see uh can you like make me one of those like dogs? Did you hear about the um the man, man with five penises? No. Condoms fit like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, on it it was kind of linking to something that I was talking about, which was uh my tattoo artist that was saying, and he came to me, and it, it, basically what it resulted in was he basically said that is in a little bit of a pinch he needed merch but he was fucking skin and i said to him i was like look we you know each other well like we're kind of mates i guess we've we've known each other a fucking long time um i'm sure we can figure out something on the pricing front Hmm. um so my question is is do you kind of split part where are your compromises on pricing if you have any so that's from type of client or you know customer you really when want you, say, you mean where where am i at what point am i willing to negotiate in the, within the process yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well generally speaking i won't negotiate my print time so my cost i know how long it takes me to print a one color t-shirt uh, oh, I'll, I'll never fucking yeah. compromise on the turnaround time unless they're paying me a rush fee 
No, 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 I don't mean turnaround time. I mean, like, the cost per impression. Because my, my impression cost is worked out based on how long a job takes me. So, right. So, I know, like, roughly how long a 100-piece single-color order is going to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all put, it's all part, it's all built into my pricing matrix. So, that I will never compromise on. But I've got quite hefty garment markups. I say hefty. No, they're not, they're mm. not huge, but... I'm quite happy to like only make 50p on a garment if it means I can win a job where the print cost is 350, for example, for printing on it. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's sort of where my thinking is with it. But people can either have it quick. See, I, I'm the opposite. And I don't know whether it's the right thing to do because I don't have a huge markup on garments. Yeah, I do. Well, I don't say I do. Like, if, but I, I know loads of people who do have like a pretty hefty markup on garments. So I think it's a pretty standardized thing in the industry. And it's not, I, I disagree with it. It's just, I've never done it. It's just well, my print cost has it, been higher. The way I see it, right? The reason I get garments cheaper than this person can get them is because I've fucking spent thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of pounds with these yeah, plates. No, I, I get I've, that. So I get that but at the end of the day i've only negotiated those better prices so i can give a better price to my customer yeah, but where I, I don't i don't i'm not a i'm not a garment seller i'm a i'm a fucking printer or a fucking as tony and danny say i'm a reproduction artist yeah i mean i see what you're saying but at the same time i like making money so i'm quite happy yeah. to I, d I do have some markup on it 200%. and i'm not like i'm not like oh i'm fucking whacking 25p on a fucking garment or something like that I'm whacking a little bit on, but it's not. Yeah, I, I, look, I've seen people putting fucking like two, 250% on garments, on like Gildens and selling well, Gildens for like six, seven quid. And it's just like, nah, that's that's not because I, I, I can't do that from a fucking just like even like a moral standpoint, because it's like if I go, oh, I'm going to go and fucking sell them a, I don't know, a fucking as color classic or or a stanley seller blaster as i did recently i'm not going to go and charge him fucking like 16 quid per t-shirt blank well i am um, i charge my markup on garments changes depending on how many they order yeah that's, that's fair enough so i have like a sliding scale and if they order like just as an example if they order 20 garments or below then the markup on it is 185 percent Right. And then for every it's just an example, like and then for every twenty garments or say we do it in one to fifty and then fifty to then it goes down by five percent each time until it hits my limit, which is say I think I think I worked out like 120%. Right. But when I say 120%, I don't mean like I'm making 120%. I mean I'm yeah, 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 yeah. percent of the, the cost of the garment. Yeah. 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 So because because it's but again it's based on my time if i'm printing 20 garments i know how much i need to be making in the time it's taking me to print 20 garments based on mm. how much I, I can print 100 for yeah, yeah. i've got to turn those jobs away or mm. take them on at a rate where i'm making the same amount as if i were printing like five lots of 200 garments mm. uh, of 20 garments sorry yeah i think it's a weird one isn't it the whole garment pricing structure i mean obviously you know we're called the brand social podcast and we're supposed to talk about brand shit but we are also printers 
Um, mm. So this kind of comes with the the territory of us two having a little chit chat. Um, I mean, it is it is a tough one because some people like <clears throat> they will go and they'll find out. Well, I can get this t shirt for this much, and I'm like, yeah, sweet. Well, go and fucking buy them. Like, and then I'll come to you and get them printed. Like, no, like if you if if you can buy them for that. Go and find someone to print it for that. I'll print it myself. Mm. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to. For, for example, the place I work at make more money on garment markup than they do on printing. Really? And, uh, yeah. Like uh, quite a bit more. Yeah, Which is that. like I don't understand that. Like you're charging seventy p for a screen print, and then charging somebody six or seven pound for a fucking one pound fifty gildan. Yeah, and I know it, it, it. You know, in the final cost, it obviously all balances out. But that, to me, is just so fucking skewed, so far to the fucking left or right or fucking whatever direction it is. It's just like there's no balance there. It's like that, to me, is kind of showing that you don't have enough, um, I guess, value for the fucking effort that goes into. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's not a um, shit on a shirt. Yeah, it's that's not that's not a, a symptom of like trying to scam people. It's a symptom of not understanding how much you should be charging for printing. Because gen yeah. generally speaking, for most jobs, I think for any anything more than like a free color, my cost for printing it is more than the garment. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. So, like, but then at the lower end, it's not. But then I can I can rattle through more of them. So it's yeah, it's a yeah. Then but then see, mine, mine's mine's not in the lower end. If I'm doing a single color print mm. on uh, a fucking black garment, my print price is higher than the garment price. Is it? Hmm. Hmm, interesting. Maybe I'm too expensive. Because at the end of the day, I, I don't know whether I'm just being a bit fucking like, I don't know, bellendy and holistic about the. I mean, you probably are. But I have, I have no hand in that garment. I'm charging a markup because I've negotiated the prices, but I can't. I mean, you, you just, do have, I you can't do really it. justify. I, I'm obviously not saying this is a fucking right or wrong thing, and it's probably the wrong thing because everybody does things differently, hmm. but I can't justify charging more than the singles price on a fucking manufacturer's website. Oh, 100, 100% can, because... But I'm, I'm, I'm getting the carton price and then 10%. But so then, I'm still making money. Yeah, but oh, no, I get that. But it's it's also based on your risk as well, isn't it? Like how much, mm. how much risk you have in it for quantity outlays. Like the more, the more expensive a garment is, in my opinion, the more markup it should have. Because you're, yeah, you're... no, 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 there's that, but I also don't have the oh, yeah, the, the your fucking your 10 to 24 garments is this price just on the garment price, and then if you buy 100 garments, it's this price. Mine's just a flat rate, really. Hmm. That's interesting, isn't it? But Do... then my my print price between those uh pricing brackets goes up or down quite significantly. Yeah, so we probably. So, so that's that. where that's where I'm making my money. I'm making my money as a printer. Mm. Yeah, but then I think printing printing isn't just the printing part of it, is it? You said that earlier. 
like one of your favorite parts of printing isn't necessarily the printing. No, this is true. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, no, there, there, there's a, a time implication, a cost implication of sourcing garments, you know, ordering them. I mean, you know, especially recently, it's been a pain in the ass mm. getting everything you need from one place, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, there's 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 a there's a time and a and an effort that goes into that as well. I'm, no, not, I'm not I'm not for one second saying that everything you do should be charged because no no I'm no, not, no I'm, I'm and I'm I'm not saying anybody's either right or wrong. It's just I'm saying what I do. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a, that's potentially an interesting conversation to have with more than just me and you <laughs> yeah yeah just, and i've got oh, a, I, i've got a feeling i'm gonna get slated <laughs> genuinely, genuinely i completely forgot we're recording a podcast for the past like 10 minutes we were talking about. <laughs> sorry listener just fucking oh, went off i almost sounded like i knew what i was talking about then for a little bit didn't i um... i won't make it happen <laughs> Oh, right. So, um, uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> Fucking hell. I've got the notes right next to me and I'm just reading it. It's like, no, I've already read that. I've already read that. I've already read that. Um, do you do a little rewind check-in? Yeah. I'm uh, so sorry. To, it's my for, fault. We'll for the on. listener, Pav is late. Yeah. and I mean, the, I think... uh, the hour hath cometh, Pav. Yeah. Um, unfortunately normally cometh the hour cometh the man but in this instance um i've been somewhat i mean this is probably the most time i've spent in the studio other than the rush job i had to do last night um i i'm one of the poor unfortunate souls that has been affected by the um current weather and the flooding um yeah. quite quite um badly <laughs> is that a fair thing to say darcy yeah you're excused um, yeah. So I think we were we were supposed to have all our samples done. What it's probably going on a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but Pav has been uh, basically underwater. Pav is now a fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite. I'm, I mean, I've always smelt fishy from the waist down. So it's nice <laughs> to finally. <laughs> um, now he just smells fishy from the waist up. <laughs> yeah. Um, as some of you know, I have another job, and there, there's an estimated. Uh, 12 million litres of water, surface water at my work at the moment. I don't know if I told you that number earlier, Darcy. Um, no, you didn't. Yeah, that's the um, that's the figure that the that the industrial pumping man came and told me the other day. And oh, I, yeah, look, looking at looking at his numbers, which are pretty sound, I'm inclined to agree with him. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bad. I mean, no, no look, no one's been hurt, um, and you know, some of my shit's been destroyed in the flood. It's only shit. I probably needed to clear it out anyway. Um, lost quite a lot of my um, old, like, memory stuff. You know, like, you keep shit from when you were a kid and that. Like, that got fucking destroyed. But aside from that, like, no one's hurt and it's it's all good. But it's been a bit stressful. I'm, yeah. I'm not generally a stressed person, but I've, I'm, I'm at my limit now. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. That's been, that's um... been fun. But never mind. We'll get there. Um, so yeah, but I have got a bit of time uh, tomorrow evening and at the weekend. So it is my intention to get these screens burnt, and I've got the garments sitting and everything. It's all ready to go. Oh, have you got the garments there? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've got some. I told you, I've got some as color minuses. 
Oh yeah, you Last did. You did. Yeah, I've got a bunch of them. Um, nice. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Only other update on Rewind is uh, I've got all my all of my shit done in the next room. We were originally, uh, or oh, I mean, it was my idea. I don't know if it was a good one or a bad one. We were going to do like belt bags, oh, yeah. bags or things. Um, <laughs> didn't go very well. Um, the uh, so that I wanted to do a, do a print on the front. The print on the front was absolutely fine, and then I tried to print on the strap. Um, tried to get it on his and... strap. <laughs> I tried to print on the strap, and as I put because we use DTF, uh, because it's an awkward fucking spot to put it. Um, and as I put the transfer on, the actual strap strap shrunk, and none of the transfer, or I'll say none of it, probably fifty percent of the transfer adhered because the strap shrunk. Strap shrunk. Fucking hell! What is That's going on tonight? You to say, mate. That too fair. That is a fucking odd sentence to say. <laughs> <laughs> because the strap shrunk, um, the film obviously like pulled in on itself and like almost like accordion so half of it didn't adhere um so that's out the window so i put the design on a cap instead and it looks fucking awesome so fuck belt bags um yeah children wear those anyway i know you're not in your studio at the minute i know we're talking about rewind is there one tool you have in your studio that you think no one else has uh (laughs) Uh, I have a a tool for uh, applying um, my palette tape. Do you? Yeah, it's a wallpaper paster. What, what, like a... (laughs) Really? No, like one of the big long ones. (laughs) It's basically a really shit squeegee. Um, But it's it's got like three different edges to it of firmness. Um, and then it's got like the hard flat handle, and that's what I used to push down all the sides with. It's I've really never clever. ever had any problems with like air bubbles or like it bubbling up or anything. It's fucking great. It cost me like two pounds. I've got, I don't think, I think I'm pretty boring. I think everything I have is, um, oh, maybe these. Seen these? Oh, yeah, you were telling me about them. Handhold tape cutter. The best, yeah, tape, yeah. the best tape cutter known to man. Um, but don't take up any space. You can literally pick up a roll, whack it on there. It's fucking banging. I love it. Love it. But I think loads of people have got these. Must I've never stuff. seen one. I've no. got anything that's weird. I did have to ship them in from America. Um, what else have I got? There must be something I have here. Hold on. I've got three um, tension meters. I'll tell you what I've got that you haven't. What's that? Um, uh, AS colour tape measure and box cutter. Fuck you. You're a prick. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, not happy about that. You can do one. Must be something I have here that no one else has. Hold on. <laughs> Regretting asking this question now. It was a great question in my head. It still is a great yeah. question. But like, um, <laughs> I should have I should have done it knowing that I had something cool to show. Yeah. 
I've got loads of Velcro. <laughs> Why? Because the amount of stuff you can position and reposition with Velcro. Like when I was I was printing I was printing patches for someone once and they were Velcro. So hmm. I I double sided taped some of the opposite of the Velcro to the palette, right. put the Velcro patch in the same place every time. That's quite clever. But why oh. do you need that much of it? Well, it's cheaper if you buy more, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How many Velcro patches have you printed in yes, your life? There is, hold on. Uh, uh, well, no, I, I do use Velcro quite a lot. There's um, 25 metres of Velcro. <laughs> so that'll last you your lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Where else hold on. Um, nah, nothing, mate. No. Yeah, mine's a, a wallpaper baster. Well, hold on, I've got shit down here as well. Hang with, hang with me a second. This is great content. Um, hold on. Nah, it's just black sacks. Everyone has black sacks, don't they? <laughs> Oh right, I've got a uh, I've got a question for Paul. For Paul or from Paul? From Paul. From Paul. Let me hear. Yeah. Okay, I'm listening. Um, and then I mean, I've told Paul that he's got competition hmm. for his uh for his listenership now. Oh yeah, I got, message, you, didn't I got they? a message from. To be fair, the chap only listened to one episode. He was very kind, and he said. Um, it's a very you don't nice have thing. to read all of it, but just read read the good bits where he doesn't insult us. Um, I mean, don't don't read the second half because that's where he calls us cunts and says he's changed his mind. Bear with me a sec. Um, I've got to find it now. Here it is. It's in Instagram. Well, so uh, where do you think the the origin of the phrase "bear with me" comes from? It's like, do you want to be a bear with me? Just bear <laughs> with me, rah. I don't know. No, it's, it's the other sort of bear, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Um, B A R E. It might be B A R. No, it's it's, it's B E A R. Hmm. Well, bear is the sort of the leading to bearing as well, isn't it? As in, like direction. Oh yeah, yeah. There's that. Oh, I was thinking too much into it. I was thinking of the animal, <clears throat> the um, animal. So I won't say who this chap is. Um, just found the brand social podcast. Not listening in any order, but listen to the one with Robert Darker's day. Just like to say thanks, thank you. I'm a big DTG, and it's nice to hear a printer. This is the bit that really got me, especially a screen printer of caliber, experience, and and known renowned as yourself. So <laughs> I don't know if he was drunk when he. Um, <laughs> Um, back up a different print method to their norm, rather than poo-poo it like most. As you and as you and Darcy have mentioned, there are other printers out there. Are other methods out there, and printers are good and bad. Um, most seem to go straight to the negatives and differences or general shit talk of method. Though most of the time, they've only had a single bad experience, have no knowledge of the method, or just heard bad shit about it from a friend. Um, so yeah, which I thought was really nice. It's, it's quite almost makes me feel like I know what I'm doing. Which yeah. is an unusual, unusual feeling for me. <laughs> Always yeah. flying oh, by the seat. Nice. I pants. think it's the first time I think we've had somebody reach out to us like that. I mean, we've we've had people kind of 
I guess speak to us out of the blue that mm-hmm. have uh, um, been like, you know, are we listen like blah 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 and everything, but somebody that's actually reached out like out of the blue and it's quite a fucking long message as well, wasn't it? I mean, oh, you yeah. read I think a snippet of it. Oh yeah, that's um, not, not even a, that's about a third of it. Yeah. Well, it ended with sorry, <laughs> just hearing you and Darcy chat so normally and openly on the Brand Social podcast really struck a chord with me. Thank you. Um, which was lovely. So thank you, listener. You know who you are. Um you don't, you don't listen to one episode, you might never fucking hear it ever again. Well, this is true. I mean, if he doesn't, then fine. Fucking he will. He will. You know. I'm sure it'll be a season pro. <laughs> Um, he, he's like I said, somewhat in the print trade as well, so he might. Um, maybe he'll come to PMP. I don't know. Mm. You want him to do what to you? You would you want him to pee on your pee. Oh, pee on me. your pee pee. Can you pee on my pee pee? You want me to pee on your pee pee? Excuse me, can I put my penis in your willy? <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing, isn't it? That's, a, that's a horrible thought. What's it called when people do that? There's a name for it, isn't there? Is there? When you put your dick inside someone else's dick, what's it called? Base oh, docking. Do we do we want to fucking get into this conversation? Mate, you started it. <laughs> I don't know how. Oh dear. Right. Um, should we wrap it up there? Yeah, we went from a really nice note to space docking. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what we do every episode, though, isn't it? Because we, we, we have a lovely chat with guests and then we just kill them with the randoms. Yeah, we've done it to ourselves. And these little chats between me and the, you and me, me and you, yourself and myself are, uh, I guess, snippets of things that we think we're relatively intelligent with and complete and utter bollocks. Mate, um, I don't know anything. I'm good at sounding like I know stuff, but... <laughs> yeah. Any printer who says they fucking know loads is chatting bollocks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I, I just I know what I know. And even the even the things I know, I'm not really sure I know them. <laughs> yeah. I mean the worst ones are the ones that have presses named after them. But you know. Anyway. Mate, come on. What? Leave what? Uh, leave Dave leave Dave Cruiser alone. <laughs> Dave Cruiser. Yeah. Fucking Alan Chameleon. <laughs> Spencer Sidewinder. <laughs> uh, Riley Hopkins could actually be somebody's name. <laughs> well, it is, isn't it? It's two people's names. Yeah. Oh, right. No, but that could be somebody's like full name. Yeah. You should never trust someone with two first names, should you? Uh, How's Hopkins a first name? I'm just saying, in general. Oh, right, yeah. Craig David? Yeah. Trust him as far as I can throw him. (laughs) Gregory Thunder. There's another one, look. I'm still stuck on Dave Cruiser. Oh. 
Oh, oh. Bob at all. Uh, oh, fucking hell. I mean, oh. Rock's a bit of a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, you could just be called The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me introduce you to my press, Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't think of any, any more press names. Uh, MHM's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of which, speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, though, I don't know if Danny listens to this. He follows the pod, but I don't know if he listens. But Danny from Flipping Sweet Print Code, fucking congratulations on yeah, uh, well done, your baby. Mate. Yeah. Um, I mean, he hasn't conceived or anything. He's just got an auto. But congratulations, mate. Yeah, well done, man. That's Very happy for cool. you. That's fucking good. But I've got that sort of happy jealousy. Do you know what I mean? Where, like, I would fucking love it to be happening to me, but at the same time, that's, I'm really pleased it's happening to you. You want to fuck him, but you want to kill him at the same time. No, that's that TV show, isn't it, on Channel 3, where oh, they right. do which one they want to do to the person. Reevaluate my emotions. Yeah. Um, is that not normal? No. No, right. I've made a right mess here, mate. Just thinking about Danny. Yeah, thinking about that fucking <laughs> image. Oh, and I'm taking my gloves off. What an idiot. His left fingerprints. <laughs> oh. Do you know how you oh. uh, do you know how you find Will Smith in a snowdrift? You look for the fresh prints. Yeah, I do what's coming there. <laughs> fucking love that joke. Where's my gloves? Fuck's sake. One more, one more glove blow for the. Uh... <laughs> oh, well, that tickled you so much. Oh, I got a, uh, I got a new de- deodorant today. The instructions said remove cap and push up bottom. I can barely walk, but whenever I fart, the room smells lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Right. Should we finish it there? How long have we been talking for, by the way? Oh, I fucking no idea. Too long. Sorry, we listener. We said it was going to be a short one, didn't we? Yeah. We'd say that every fucking time, though, so... How long's it been? Oh, shit, we're not recording. Here we are. Let's <laughs> see it in the top left. <laughs> oh, right. Let's end it there. It's been emotional. Yeah, it has. It's been nice seeing you in a different space. I might go and like sit outside next time we do this. Yeah, it's quite. I mean, it's um, there was about a million things I was expecting to get done in here this evening. Um, but and meanwhile, you've just looked like you're wanking on camera. Yeah, all, all I've done, all I've done is look like I'm fucking cuffing one off the whole time. <laughs> I'm um, just gonna put up like snippets of you cleaning your squeegee. <laughs> I've done all right. Like I've got like a couple of screens to do, and then I'm there. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not not been the most. Um, yeah, never mind. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I had a one, I had a wonderful time. Yeah. Right. I'll catch you later, mate. Bye. Goodbye, listener. Goodbye, listener. Love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>